the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Millburgers Gardening South Texas is sponsored by Millburgers Landscaping and Nursery on 9:30 a.m. The Answer. Ready? It's time for Millburgers Gardening South Texas. Two hours of gardening facts and fun with Dr. Jerry Parsons and Dr. Calvin Finch. To be a part of the show, call 308-8867. That's 308-8867. Or toll free at 866-308-8867. And now, live from Millburgers Landscape and Nursery at 1604 and Bulverde Road, here's your host, Milton Blake. And good afternoon. Welcome to Millburgers Gardening South Texas on 930 AM, The Answer. If you just tuned in from yesterday, if you were listening, Jerry just finished reading. He <laughs> stayed here all night and just finished reading Millburgers' ad. Oh, man. <laughs> I, 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 I told you what, what we ought to narrow it down for people. Yeah, is, almost. Is to list the uh, ones that are not on sale. That would be a, There's not much. That will be a shorter list than the yeah. ones that are on sale. So it's it's amazing. Look at our, look at our squash blooms out there. Oh, is that what that is? Yeah, that's cool. Okay. That's squash bloom. Now, I didn't check which was male and which was female. Did you not see him out there gnawing on those? Uh, <laughs> no. Is that why he was chewing on that? Yeah. I was wondering. I thought those don't look like daylilies. <laughs> well, yeah. that, re- that restaurant at the uh, Botanical Garden used to have a, uh, a d- dishes that had uh, the <laughs> squash uh, flowers in the recipe. Yeah. I never, I... Oh, is that right? Really? Oh. I know they used to put like pansies or something. There was oh, that, that too, but they threw lots of different flowers in there. Yeah, right. They still do that, or is the restaurant? I don't on? know about that. Oh. <laughs> yeah, I never have eaten those fresh, but I've heard a lot of reports how good they are. Better battered, oh, then. and fried. Do people? Okay, so let's talk about squash. <laughs> okay. Everyone, so far I know two people that have tried to grow squash, and they haven't had a lot of success. One is in Alabama. Oh, jeez. And the other is here in San Antonio, and they said it was beautiful. And then all of a sudden, it just went, and oh, it's, yeah. it's just brown. And uh, Did it have squash on it, ever? Um, I'm trying to remember. I think he said, yeah, I think they said they got some, or they got one or something, and then it just went kaput. Well, what caused that, Melton? Um, I don't know. That's what I was. I didn't want to say that because I wasn't oh, sure. Oh, That's what I was going to say. You were not. That's a typical that. pattern. Is it? Oh yeah. Yeah. Well, I know, I mean, almost every call that we get is uh, has that. Yeah, they uh, they're in Alabama and Tennessee. Yeah. And Mississippi and they're the little they're they you start should start seeing the damage now. Yeah, that's when they're noticing it. Yeah, and they have—they both have them in containers. I don't know if that's a good idea or not. Uh, well, oh yeah, it doesn't matter. matter. Doesn't but, matter. But that—that's a good reason to try the tatuma and tatuma. Some of the other square. What about people in Alabama are not going to know anything about Mexican squash? I will tatuma? send. I'll send a debt some tatuma. 
I'm going to call it Tatuma Makata. Uh. So she has to kind of say that. I'm not going to tell her that. Oh, it's okay. Tatuma uh. Makata. What a wonderful Well, we've got phrase. recipes on plantanswers.com. Okay. Oh, um, and uh, do we have seeds here? We'll have to look. Okay. Uh, no, I, th- I think you're going to have to get them off the Internet. Okay. And maybe uh, Summer has some. Tell her, don't Did Summer grow Tatuma? Is that how we kind of no, got? Yeah. No. No, she yeah. You grew the... No, 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 no. Summer was, was uh, the, she had the contest with Calvin. Yeah, right. I remember. Oh, okay. I, I got a her, picture. I gave her the seed, yeah. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. Um, Is it too late to plant it? Can I send oh, some no. to a debt now? No. Okay. I'll send some to a debt. She's having some tomato issues now. Well, tell her, tell her not to uh, stand in the way of the, the vine. Uh, <laughs> You'll be Is overcome. It, oh, oh, good. Yeah, okay. They, yeah, it's amazing. They'll go, it'll grow and set a, a fruit about every foot. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay, so I haven't been there now. I think it's been two weeks. The Beck's Big was about a foot tall. How, 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 you want to guess how big it is now? I'll, I'll, I'll text her and find out how big it is. If it's a football, and it had a lot of rain on it? Uh, yeah, it had lots of rain. It was happy. It was in a, it's in a container, though. Oh, geez. I don't know how big that thing's going to get because the container lifts it off get, the ground. It's not going to get as big in a container. Oh. We could bet on how yeah. long before it tumps over. Yeah. Oh. oh it'll, no. be, it'll be top heavy pretty quick. But, but okay. any, anyway, if you look on uh, uh, com. Yeah. Or, or any Mexican food recipes, and they give a give recipes for calabaza. Okay, cassaba. Calabaza. Calabaza. Okay. What does that mean? I don't know. Squash. Oh, okay. <laughs> and the squash they're talking about is tatuma. Oh, cool. Okay. Yeah, I, I always think it tastes tastes the same as uh, summer squash. Yeah, but uh, maybe a little heavier. In me- in the Mexican food culture, uh, they always use tatuma. Yeah, it's good. Okay, and, okay. and I imagine they figured that squash round bore out several years ago, <laughs> like a hundred years ago. Oh, so the tatuma is not susceptible to the. No, because it's, uh, and the reason it's not is because the stem on that thing looks like a cantaloupe. It's very tight. Okay. If you look at the regular squash stem, it's hollow. Oh, that's okay. So they can. And so they. Lay the the little. Uh, it's pretty moth, I guess. It looks like a bee. Hmm. Looks like a uh, bee or wasp, and it's got red on it. It's pretty, and it moves fast. Oh, is that right? <laughs> it moves fast, and uh, they deposit their eggs right at the base of the vine. And uh, as the vine gets bigger, they'll go to the base of the uh, leaves. And with tatuma, the only time people have seen squash vine borer on tatuma is in the fruit, is in the squash itself. Oh, that's interesting. But because they can't get enough room in the stem to for their egg to hatch and bore it out. Do I want to eat tatuma squash with a vine borer? In the- oh, yeah. You don't have to add bacon and stuff. Is that right? <laughs> you think of everything. And uh, remember... That squash fine borer has been eating nothing but squash since it was born. 
So, so theoretically, it just, it just tastes like squash. It tastes like squash. No, I'm I'm just guessing. Yeah. <laughs> but I would think I don't think Jerry eats squash. No, I don't eat a lot of squash. Yeah. But uh, how did they become the vegetable specialist? <laughs> <sighs> but if he doesn't I, eat anything that he specialized in. If I do eat squash, there's only one variety that I'll plant. Tatuma. Uh-uh. Uh. Winter. H-E-B. Oh. <laughs> uh, I'd, I'd rather grow tomatoes and peppers and things like yeah. that. <laughs> okay. But anyway. Uh, I, I texted her. I'll find out if I can. How uh, big it is. Yeah. Okay. All right. 210-308-8867. 210-308-8867. Or toll free. It's 866-308-8867. Yes, sir. One more hint. Don't let don't let it get bigger than softball size. Okay. I mean, it's that's like once it starts to put some size on there, it's like two days when it gets. Oh yeah. So. Oh okay. And you, and people that are in denial that they let it get too big, what they do is uh, split it open, split it open leafwise, and uh, kind of scrape the inside out, and put hamburger. Meat and mushrooms. Oh, like and, a stuffed? Yeah, like a stuffed uh, pumpkin or squash. Okay. And uh, then bake it in the oven. And uh, it makes it makes a good, it gets soft like the regular squash does. And, uh, and Jerry kinda is. Kind of tasty. Jerry is also encouraging people that come here to the nursery to eat those squash blooms. Uh, yeah. No, he was not. If they buy the plant. <laughs> yeah, you can eat them all you want. <laughs> purple heart. That a guy that got a wagon. Well, got three. The purple heart. The purple heart. See, you should have. Surely that's been available the whole time. Surely it hadn't. Uh, it hadn't. Hmm. <laughs> I mean, as easy as that is to propagate. I, I don't. Well, you'd have to put it in the greenhouse during the freeze. Well, remember how many people lost things. So. Yeah. There could be an exorbitant amount of something, and it'd be gone in a week. And I no, that's true. So mo- most of the the shipments we got in the spring never made it off the racks before <laughs> the customer purchased them. I can't imagine that uh, a wholesale nursery either would uh, take the time to shelter their purple heart. <laughs> yeah, well, they know it's going to come back probably. Uh, well, from but they I, don't want to I, breathe off. I did. Uh, We're in the business to sell plants. We're not uh, yeah. in the business to oh, re- yeah. recover plants. <laughs> so we protected every everything that we could possibly protect. Yeah, you've had them. Cause I, they were down the hill, uh, about halfway down the hill, going toward the back. And uh, that's, where, that's when I first saw them. And that was several months ago. And uh, But there were only a few, like you said. So people must like them. There's a, so, there's so you know those limits that like HEB put on for meat and things during COVID. Yeah, yeah. Some of the growing operations put limits on us. Uh, oh, really? <laughs> so you can only have this many. Hmm. Yeah. Well, purple hearts. You can only have seven purple hearts. <laughs> I, it it was to that extent. Yes. Yeah. Well, and uh, the one you one you carry uh, is purple. Is purple yes. like it is. Uh huh. But there's a green one out there. That's what you were saying yesterday. Light green one. Uh, well, dark green. Is it as sturdy? Huh? Is it as sturdy? Oh, it's the same plant. 
it's just a sport. That doesn't mean it's a sturdy. <laughs> yeah, it's the sturdy. And uh, there's some that uh, have purple on the bottom of the leaf and uh, green, greenish on the top. God makes all kinds. But, uh, <laughs> yeah, he's good at on that. On a that, Sunday, July 4th. He's good yeah, at, happy he's Independence good, Day. good at that, isn't he? We forgot uh, to wish everybody a happy Independence Day. Yeah. We just did. <laughs> yes, uh, we did. We have red, white, and blue plants here. Uh, <laughs> yeah, and Vinca. Yeah. We uh, have white Vinca, red Vinca. You going to be open tomorrow? Of course. Well, theoretically, <laughs> we have a, a blue Vinca, too. It's really? It's a totally different plant. Oh. So Vinca Major and Vinca Minor are ground covers for the shade. Yeah. Oh. That would have a blue color. Okay. So That's it's, interesting. It's a totally different plant. Okay. Yeah. Huh. But theoretically, theoretically <laughs> purple, red, white, and blue. Not, yeah, but it's not easy to grow. Oh, okay. Uh, I always, uh, I had no problem growing it. Did you? My problem with it was the, the, I don't know which moth it was, but sure liked to lay their babies on it. So oh, yeah. He'd wake up one morning okay. and, and all the leaves would be folded in on uh, on a caterpillar and he'd be eating it from the inside. So yeah. so when all, all the leaves are gone, you counted that as growing <laughs> it, huh? Well, it still looked good for two or three months till they did that, and then as soon as they were done, it would grow right back. Yeah, it comes back. So what was that little white, mothy thing flying around this morning? Because there was a thousands of them here this morning. Oh, I don't know. Thousands. Little white, mothy? I don't know. I, mean, it was, I didn't see them. It looked like snow when I got here at 8 o'clock this morning. There were wow. so many of them. Huh. Now, was it a moth or was it a... It was, it was a tiny moth-looking well. thing. Uh, <laughs> I don't know if it was a moth. I, I, I got like pelted a, by him. I was, I was uh, walking along and <laughs> whapping the head. And not like the lace bug thing. It was much bigger. Huh. I was, I was, as I was walking out yesterday, I was looking at that uh, little uh, vink, uh, periwinkle out there. The one that got a little daisy flower on it, a little bitty. Yeah. It's in the... Hang on a second. He's got to help somebody. 210-308-8867. 210-308-8867. And toll free. It's 866-308-8867. Yeah, remember, this went over well when we did. We had people call in with their favorite red, white, and blue plants. On, mm-hmm. I don't think we got a single call. No. <laughs> and you, uh, that and, was one of your ideas. And you laughed right? at me, yeah. Uh. So. <laughs> Yeah, well, we've had that happen several times. Yeah, I know. Uh, but you're every now and then you'll hit a good one. I know. So but it's too far between the... <laughs> it's too far between the hits. <laughs> but anyway, anyway. I'm trying. <laughs> but uh, anyway, that, uh, that Vinca is hard to beat. Yeah. And uh, it's on sale. I, I know a lot of people, I won't say ladies, like to get things on sale. I like to get things on so sale. So Vinca it's is probably a, our most popular deer-resistant plant. There never has been a reported case that we could be struck, uh, trusted. That's, that's not true. Uh, we got a report, but we <laughs> doubt we, we did not verify it. So when you have one never report. Say, never say never. Yeah. <laughs> when you have one report. Out of thousands, no, I know of not reports. After all these but years, we'll have that one. one we'll have that one listener. Uh, yeah, that's going to call you out. Uh, <laughs> said he, he said he saw the deer. Eat. I know. I, w- I would have been more uh, 
believe it would have been more believable if he'd have said they died. You know, the plants died. Or they pulled them, the deer pulled it out of the ground. Yeah, yeah we've had yeah. that before, Not necessarily too. Yeah. eat it, but. You know, deer are smart that way. They figure if they pull the plant out of the ground, that you got to plant something different. Maybe they'll like to eat yeah. it. <laughs> that is pretty smart. I didn't think about that. <laughs> but the, uh, the interesting thing about it, rabbits won't eat that either. Really? Yeah. Calvin, do you have rabbits in your neighborhood? Do they no. Uh, I think do, in, do you no uh, longer have rabbits or they don't 20, eat them? Well, let's see, in 30 years, I've probably seen uh, was it a jack, three or four rabbits. Jack rabbit or a little no, white cottontail? cottontail. One, for one season, there was cottontail that hung out in the backyard. That's I've ne- not seen any no. other than that. There's two or three in my neighborhood, but uh, they were somebody's pets at one point. Oh, oh yeah, I bet that happens. Well, didn't you have some rabbits oh, next yeah, to you? Yeah, they had the next-door rabbits. I guess if you're counting those pets. Yeah. yeah. Did they, didn't some of them get out one They day? got out, but they didn't get out for long because of the the dogs in oh, the neighborhood and good. the coyotes. Oh. <laughs> it became the accumulation you, point of You got predators. a new keychain, is that what you're saying? Huh? Rabbit foot keychain? Never mind. Yeah. <laughs> the rabbit foot yeah, keychains? Yeah. Milton understood. Yeah. That's, that's kind of like the cats disappearing in our neighborhood. Yeah. yeah. All of a sudden, there was a bunch of uh, cats missing. And uh, about that same time, we had a coyote Sightings. population. Oh. That uh, they love cats. I'm surprised cats do for coyotes for climb. Breakfast, lunch, yeah, and right. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner. Do, cat, do coyotes <laughs> climb trees? No, but they get them on the ground. They, they're, they're quicker than they're dogs are normally? They're okay. fast. Are coyotes... I know wolves are canine. Are coyotes canine? Or someone told me they were more closely related. Maybe it's foxes that are more closely related to the cats. Hmm. One of the two is more closely related to cats than. It ain't a coyote. Okay. <laughs> Johnson City Joe will be. Hard uh, <laughs> dinner. Um, I now we. We had a uh, a lot of cats disappearing too, and yeah, so. If you had, like I did, an Airedale that was pretty aggressive with cats, <laughs> you you kind of uh, you, co- you ma- co- mentioned that. Yeah, I did see a coyote over uh, there. <laughs> Didn't you see that coyote over there? Yeah, and you, you know, quit ta- when you were taking them for a walk. You quit saying "sick them" when they saw a cat, right? <laughs> Calvin, come on, that's up. I'll never, I'll never forget. Um, <laughs> It was it was a wonderful dog owner moment. We were we had, we were living in an apartment complex, and uh, the dog was just outside with us. It was not on a leash. This was way back when, before they even invented leashes. And I, I thought Jerry was the only one that old. What's that? I thought Jerry was the one that was the only one that was that old. Uh, yeah, <laughs> no, I'm afraid not. And so. Uh, our dog, this cat, wandered by, and the dog started. Our dog started chasing the cat, and maybe you can appreciate this, Calvin. This kind of sounds like some of your stories. And that cat scrambled up the fence, and our dog was right behind it, not scrambling, but got to the fence, and the cat lost its footing. Uh oh! And the dog backed up, so it was now five feet away from the fence where it had been on, basically on the fence. The cat landed, kind of got its bearings. 
It started to run. The dog waited for another second or two, and then started chasing it again. <laughs> so it was all about the chase. That's yeah. all that dog wanted it's was the game. chase. Yeah, it's yeah. Right. He was like, okay, if you're going to fall, I don't want, <laughs> don't want you to get hurt. You fall, and then I'll get you. So, Milton, don't get standard poodles because that's uh, – They won't do that? They won't, they won't uh, hesitate. This was, this was a mutt. She was a golden retriever mix. Yeah. yeah so she just wanted to play with that. She but just wanted to chase cats. I didn't give the, the on sale for the ladies. Oh, okay. Did you ever finish the on sale pages? Yet? No, that's how no. we started the okay. show. He was here all night. You didn't see why him in the morning. Why do you think we're trying to get him to <laughs> off the topic? It's four inch regular pot, regularly dollar twenty nine, but it's on sale for ninety eight cents a piece. So that's a that's a good deal, and the the selection is spectacular. And, and that's the same price for pentas too, right? No, or, no, no. Pentas are on were, sale, but not that. Four-inch pot regularly a dollar ninety-nine. That's almost two dollars. Mm-hmm. Uh, on sale for a dollar fifty-eight or five for seven fifty. And pentas are really a good choice for the show. Now, why are pentas more expensive than uh, 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 than vincas, Calvin? Well, I don't know why they're more expensive. They're, they're but, perennial. Yeah, well, they can be maybe. perennial. Uh, but they're very slow growers. Uh, where vincas are fast. They can, they can make a vinca pot fast. So, uh, But pentas... Pentas I, don't grow... Do they grow them from seed, or do they have to start I them? think they can grow them from seed. Do they? I know Peterson and them do. Hey, we've got to take a quick break. While we do, give us a call, 210-308-8867. We talk to Rio Grande Gold Marty right after this on 930 AM, The Answer. South Texas on 9.30 a.m. The answer. Hey, I know the first thing if Spider-Man were on the line with us, he would do is wish you a very happy Independence Day. It's one of the first things I saw on my Facebook post this morning was uh, their uh, happy Independence Day on uh, from Spider-Man Pest Control. Uh, so uh, I, I will do that for you in case you didn't see their post or if you haven't liked them yet on Facebook. <laughs> if you're looking to get rid of those pesky mosquitoes or if you want to Make sure your home is free of roaches or rats or whatever the pest is bothering you. If you're looking for a pest control company that is going to be what I like to call holistic in their view. So not only treatment oriented, but going to say a reason, take a re, find a reason why they're coming in. And you, if you talk to Spider-Man customers, they'll say, so they treated and then they found out they were coming through a weep hole right here, blah, blah, blah. So they put a little, uh, oh, they put a little screen on it or something they, they did or whatever they did. And it kept them from coming out. So they're trying to treat the whole problem, not just treat, which is where you see people who are dissatisfied with their pest control company because they treat. And three weeks later, the problem is back. And they treat. Well, they get to, uh, get, do they get paid twice? Uh, the, the other company? Uh, yeah. No, probably not. I don't, uh, <laughs> I don't know how that works. I, yeah. Uh, he, that when I had my rats and squirrel problem. Yeah. That's exactly what they did to keep them out, uh, Spider-Man did. Yeah, they found out. They found they... the holes. Yeah. And uh, covered the holes. Of course, we had to make sure that it was during the day 
when they were out. Oh, that's smart. You yeah. don't want to lock them in. That, a squirrel gets pretty angry, and, and raccoons, oh. too. Oh, when you lock them in the when attic. When you lock them in the attic. So there it doesn't <laughs> compare to the English sparrows. Uh, so. Yeah, oh, right. they get real angry. Boy, do they get angry. <laughs> hey, but so uh, if you're looking for somebody who's going to take that approach, give them a call. Go online and learn about all the stuff they do. And don't hesitate, and Milton brings this up all the time, but don't hesitate to tell them what your preferences yeah. are. Yeah. I mean, if you like uh, you like organic controls, what they'll, uh, he'll tell, his team will tell you that, well, here here's what we got. Here's what you s- potentially could sacrifice, or this organic yeah. control is just as good as this manufactured, but they're... They're pretty honest with you, and you yep. make, and you make the decision along with them. When you talk to Warren or anybody over there at Spider-Man, you'll you'll realize it's kind of a consultant type <laughs> philosophy. So they'll say, "Okay, we can do that," but or "Yeah, we can do that." So or we we don't recommend an organic in this case or whatever you're trying to do. Yeah, but they will consult with you. Two one zero six five six thirty seven twenty one. Two one zero six five six thirty seven twenty one or go Spider-Man Pest dot. Come. When they All come right. in, when they come in my house, yeah, they scared. I tell them, I want the toughest, hardest product you've got. I want my, my, I, my I, when my dog walks through where you spray. Yeah, I want him to glow in the dark. <laughs> want the fleas just to fall <laughs> off of him? Now, <laughs> you can hear him screaming. <laughs> I hate to change the subject, but <laughs> there, the there's a Fourth of July address. Oh. Red, white, and blue flag. She's got the spirit, too, with her red and white cap and blue shirt. Hey, Marty is on the line at 210-308-8867. Marty, welcome to Millburgers Gardening, South Texas. How are you doing today? All right. How you guys are doing? Happy 4th of July to all you guys. Happy 4th of July to you, Marty. Yeah, I just want to thank Dr. Parsons for uh, giving uh, his good advice about that harvester peach. I, I went over to Millburgers uh, yesterday after the show, and I and I bought some basil and rosemary. And you are correct. The vincas are beautiful. I bought some vincas. But I yeah. also got those harvester peaches. And the guy said he had been there for seven weeks, and uh, he had, had, uh, he's going to be there, I think, for three more. And, man, I was, I was thinking I was going to do like Milton and make that peach cobbler. But after yeah. my grandkids got a hold of them, <laughs> there oh, was no, no more peach cobbler. <laughs> yeah, I'm glad. I'm glad you mentioned that because uh, he's back here today, even though yeah. it rained a little bit, and uh, he's he's changed. Uh, Mark Peterson told me this yesterday that he's changed varieties. Mm-hmm. You know, we got harvester, right? Yeah, right. Was, I was trying to think of what it was. Sun. The, the variety changed. You and I had not yeah. heard of it before. But or he, else he forgot sh- it. He changed variety. Yeah. Was it golden oh, wow. something? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Uh, but anyway, yeah, yeah. They're, they're all freestone from here on out. They're freestone. Okay. That's good. Yeah. Yeah, I, I know I went there and, and I saw the, the larger peach, but then I remember <laughs> uh, the taste test that you guys did. And so I said, I'm going to take my chance and go, go with Dr. Parsons. And you're right. It was really juicy. And, and oh, yeah. Good. Yeah. They're yeah. unbelievably good. Yeah. Marty, oh, what you growing? Uh, I'm growing some uh, some rosemary and a sweet basil, and I, I'm, I'm going to want to try to grow some tomatoes, so I'm waiting for the tomatoes to, to come in. 
And uh, I, I, oh, and I got my Rio Grande Gold. It's going going to town. And <laughs> oh, it's, good. It's real good. It, it's real good. And I still have a, a Red Snapper and Tycoon that's produced. Wow. Wow. From yeah. the spring or for when? Yeah, it, it was uh, spring. Yeah. And, okay. And, and they're getting after and the I, freeze, I, I assume. After the freeze, and I have some Aladdin bell peppers that are growing real nice, as well as some serranos and jalapenos. Yeah, well, you're you're lucky to have those. Uh, yeah, I, and I'm they, they should start really producing a lot, and uh, yeah. you know, after after cool weather cools. Yeah. You haven't got They're a spider mite or anything like that on them, have you? No, thank God. The only thing uh, that I think um, we uh, we tried to grow some cucumbers, and the mites got them, and that's the only that's the only thing that yeah, the yeah. mites are bad on cucumbers. Yeah, but other than that, everything was looking good. But like okay, I said, great. I thank 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 you for have the good, good advice. Back now, now don't be encouraging people to keep those tomatoes going out there, Terry. <laughs> Well, this may be the year to do it if you had not got any uh, got spider mites or anything. My column next Saturday says, <laughs> pull, pull those plants out. Oh, Kiss them goodbye. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> I'm still waiting for the ruby crush. That's the one I'm waiting for. <laughs> Look at so you. I hope it now, comes you, you haven't had that before? Oh, yeah, I've had it before. Yeah, I've okay. had it before, and it, 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 it does real, real well. So I'm, I'm waiting wonder, for, for it to come in. I wondered if you had any... Seedlings come up. No, um, no seedlings. The, the, the trees got it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That's all right. I'm waiting for it to come. So I'll, I'll just, I'll just hold my breath and waiting. But I'll be there to be sure and get it. Okay. But thank you, Dr. Okay. Parsons. I appreciate it. Thank you for coming. Yeah. Calling. Yeah. Happy so, uh, Y'all take care. <laughs> you take care. Happy. Have a safe holiday. Okay. Y'all too. Take care. Bye bye. Two one zero three zero eight eighty eight sixty seven two one zero three zero eight eighty eight sixty seven the number to call to be a part of the show and then um, oh, I'm trying to think uh, oh, uh, does it hurt it yeah. does it is, it's painful I didn't know why no one told me it was going to be painful I'm trying the, to think of what else we were going to talk about the, but, uh, oh you do you want to so yeah you you mentioned that our peaches are right here in front yeah yeah I wish oh, we yeah. knew the variety he had. Uh, well, Mark, call us up. He doesn't, doesn't have a harvester. He's, uh, it's one I'd heard of. Mark yeah. said he never heard of, and I can't think of what it what it was. And I don't I don't think I, my regular man is out there that I'm using. But uh, they say I got the tent set up, and yeah. uh, you don't have to drive to Fredericksburg. These are Fredericksburg peaches. I picked at the prime condition. All right, uh, 210-308-8867, 210-308-8867. I'm upset with our my ad here because they've got my favorite firecracker fern on sale. Uh, regularly 24, let's see, what's that? Number three pots, mm-hmm. three gallons. Formerly the three gallon. Uh, regularly twenty four ninety nine. That's right at five twenty five dollars. Almost, but not there. On sale for nineteen eighty eight. But what I'm bothered about oh, no. is a description. Everything else that's that has write ups with it that has blooms uh, it has attracts butterflies and hummingbirds. 
This one, the description says, a generously branching, semi-evergreen shrub bearing profusion of bright red tubular flowers. Now, what, what do we know of bright red tubular flowers to track hummingbirds, butterflies, oh, okay. everything else? Yes. The cascading effect looks great spilling from containers, raid bed, and over wall. Blooms spring through fall. Plant in full sun to partial shade. What is missing? I don't know. Attracts butterflies, hummingbirds, oh, okay. everything else. It's after nectar. Because it, it, has, it has, the hotter it gets, the more red, beautiful red blooms that thing land. Uh, so it, it's, it's in, in a larger container. And the ones I've seen around here are uh, got lots of blooms on them. But uh, that's that's some that's a much overlooked uh, hummingbird plant and butterfly plant. But it's on sale for 19.88, and still got some of those petite knockout roses. Mm-hmm. And uh, they've got sweet viburnum on sale. Now that the reason they call it sweet viburnum. <laughs> It has a sweet odor when it blooms, doesn't it? A fragrance when it blooms. That's why they call it sweet viburnum. I don't know that that's because I've never noticed that. Oh, okay. I would say, Maybe uh, I'm thinking of something else. But it could, you know, that's probably probably correct. Or uh, maybe the nectar is potent or something. Yeah. And of course, I've got our tutti fruity. Butterfly bush on sale. That's a tutti fruity, Milton. Mm-hmm. I like to say that now. I know. And, Makes you uh, happy. It somehow seems like a <laughs> professional horticulture shouldn't be describing something as a tutti fruity. <laughs> That's the name of it. And uh, cranberry raz. Yeah, I think the picture is cranberry raz. Yeah. Huh? I'm guessing the picture, I'll have to ask Trace, is cranberry raz. On the... Okay, I looked that up yesterday. Uh when I there it is. That oh, okay. And I, I, as I was walking out yesterday, I walked by the tutti fruity uh, plants, tutti fruity butterfly bush, and there, in, in as much bloom as this picture with the ad is, they're right, right over there toward the uh, Esperanza. And so uh, the, you could take the picture that's on the ad page over there. Mm. And uh, so they're, they're available here, butterfly bush. But uh, our experience in the past uh, is that firebush, which they have some regular normal-sized firebush that I like, uh, it came from Laredo uh, over here, too, which I wanted them to name Laredo Firebush. But uh, they've come up with now Dwarf Firebush and uh, Variegated Firebush and other things, but it's not anything as good as that original Firebush. 
I, I like to stick with old. Stuff. He seems to be rather opinionated. Doesn't uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, just well, about everything. I just developed that a few weeks ago. I mean, he just, just ask him about the restrooms here. Talk about opinion. Ah, oh, the Millburgers has the best restroom. Now you go to other places. I mean, he's just opinionated about everything. Uh, well, he well he just hasn't uh, got on board for Zinnias yet. Or? No, you wait till he does. Well, I just complimented that uh, little little dwarf one. Oh, or a little the little one. I don't count those. Zinnias. <laughs> I know. But I never had seen, you know, I'd seen the solid colors. But there's one out there that looks just like a, a well, you know, they bra- sunflower. They, they brag on their on them as having colors that approximate the bigger bigger ones. Yeah, but they're they're of course uh, easier to take care of, but more drought tolerant than the uh, larger flowered ones too. Yeah. So a lot of people and the butterflies do like them. I wonder if the little one follows the sun like the big one does. I don't know. The bloom. Oh, I did. And zinnias don't follow it too much. Oh, okay. Compared to the sunflowers. Sunflowers. Hi, do you have a question? Did you want to come on the air with us? We're doing a radio show. I I just called y'all a couple weeks ago about a white vitex. Oh, okay. Do you want to come talk to us? Sure. Okay. Grab that mic. You'll be on the air. and. uh, Let me see the picture. Okay. You pass Jerry the picture. That's hidden so tell us what you got there. You're on the air. The, the two behind are yeah. the blue, and that one sprouted. Those were in about five years, and that one started sprouting about three months ago. Yeah. But it's white. Yeah, it is. <laughs> and it, it uh, the ones that you planted, they had the long spikes like yeah. this one does. This one has pretty it, long yeah. spikes. Yeah, they're yeah. like that. Well, that's interesting. What is it? A white vitex. With a longer bloom. Is it from seed or from root? Seed. So I should expect more of those around that? Well, maybe. Uh, I mean, this this one has to drop the seed. Uh, in other words. Oh, okay. To make a, uh, another white. Uh, or you can t- take cuttings. You can try some cuttings of it. Okay. Well, he, uh, he might accidentally get the... Uh, that if that seed was dropped by some of the blues, they might drop more seed and it would come out white. That's true. But the percentage is very low. Uh, yeah, much greater if you can take get cuttings. seed. Hmm. And okay. uh, and, and it's uh, you know how to take cuttings. You wanted us to describe that. To no, you? describe that to me. <laughs> okay, you root them just like you do a rose, and. Uh, <laughs> Milton's written some wonderful articles about rooting roses. I have not. That's why, that's why he's picking on me. <laughs> well, let, let's see. How long has it been? Uh, I'm still eight or writing. nine years? I'm still writing it. Uh-huh. <laughs> but uh, it, uh, <laughs> they, before they forget, it's in plant answers. Uh, yeah. right? <laughs> it's, really, it's really pretty easy. Yeah, on the propagation, uh, on the, the, the uh, main page has a uh, subject matter on it. In other words, the title. And so go down to Propagation and click on that. And then you'll see Rooting of Roses, the Propagation of Roses. And there's three articles on that. But uh, all you have to do, wait a minute, open that for me, <laughs> is uh, you have to, it roots uh, fairly. 
Did I mess it up? Nope, nope. That's that's it right there. Oh, yeah. That's even a better close-up. If you want some of these new shoots, not you don't want the one that's got flowers on it. You want see those little ones coming out there? Mm-hmm. Fresh shoots? Mm-hmm. Before they flower, which they will, uh, and they get about four inches long, four to five inches long, you're doing fine. You're bothering me, Milton. <laughs> I know. I want to, I want <laughs> but anyway, you get some uh, four to five inches long, and uh, you get some rutone or uh, a harm, rooting hormone. So there's rutone and uh, hormonidin and things like that. And uh, immediately after you cut it, you dip that in, in a the, in the rooting hormone. And uh, put it in a... You could put numerous ones in in a larger container with potting mix or some people use perlite straight perlite and uh, put it in the shade some people put a a little plastic over the top to keep the humidity high like today you probably wouldn't need to do that put it in the shade and it should root in about a week or 10 days and let it let it begin to send out new sprouts before you pull it up. Don't don't pull it up with one or two roots on it. Gotcha. Let it get well rooted in, and then you can divide them, separate them, and you'll have a bunch of whites. Will they get as big as the blue? Oh, absolutely. There, there. It's a ceiling of the blue, and you can tell it is because of the long bloom spikes. But as far as I know, there's not another white on the market. You may do good. <laughs> Where do you live here in San Antonio? Uh, Heights of Stone Oak. Okay, okay. Okay, well, you're, you're lucky. Congratulations. Thank you. I, I came close two times from just... Uh-uh. Just weed. I'm just chopping it down. No. And I saw the white and thought, oh, wait a minute. <laughs> there you yeah. go. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. You're a good man. All right, two one zero. You're not an Aggie, are you? Yes, I am. Oh, well, we got to take a quick break. Kind of watch and see if the uh, hummingbirds and the butterflies go for the white as well as the blue. Just, just observe. Yeah. Two one zero three zero eight eighty eight sixty seven. More in a moment. Happy Independence Day oh. from everybody here at Millburgers Landscape Nursery at sixteen zero four on Boulevardy Road and nine thirty a.m. The Answer. Hey, it's Milton Glick from Millburgers Landscaping and Nursery at 1604 on Bull Road. Man, I tell you what, Millburgers is the place to go for gardeners this 4th of July weekend because they are putting on a sale that you will not believe. So this 4th of July, including the 5th of July, you'll find a tremendous number of plants on sale at Millburgers. In fact, it's so many plants that in the 60 seconds that I have right now, I can't even tell you all of them. So go to MillburgerNursery.com to see them right now, MillburgerNursery.com, and you'll see all the things that are on sale. But I'm going to read you some of them right now for details. You know what to do, MillburgerNursery.com, Gold Star Esperanza, Firecracker Fern, Blue Plum Bago, Tropical Butterfly Weed, Mexican Bird of Paradise, Pentas, Ground Covers, Vinca Cora Series, Lantanas. You get the idea? If you lost it in the freeze or you just want to beautify your yard, Millburgers is the place to go this 4th of July weekend, including the 5th at 1604 on Boulevardy Road. 
Hi, this is Barry Hagendorf with Deck and Patio Care at 822-9147. For 23 years, I specialize in sealing all types of weathered decks and patios, also creating the outside room, a combination of custom-built wooden decks and arbors, flagstone patios, outside kitchens, outside fireplaces, and water features, hence the outside room. Look out your window. Do you see a prematurely weathered gray deck? I'll clean and seal it with the best wood preservatives to a natural cedar tone. It really can look new again. Do you have a pebblestone patio driveway or pool deck? I have a process that seals and polishes the rock to a golden wet look. Or maybe you have a flagstone pool deck or patio. I clean to the natural color and seal out water, stopping chipping and flaking. Call 822-9147. I'd like to personally create your outside room or show you how to make your deck, fence, flagstone, or pebblestone look better than new. Call Barry Hagendorf, Deck and Patio Care. I'm in the yellow pages, 822-9147. This is Pastor Les Holland of Trinity Baptist Church. We're a five-generation church family, communicating and applying the life-changing message of Christ's unconditional love helping seekers to become believers and believers to grow as disciples. Are you looking for a church family for children, youth, or adults? We have an opportunity for each and every one. We invite you to learn more about us by going to trinitybaptist.org. We look forward to connecting with you in our 100-plus ministries. To some, a baby's babbling doesn't mean much, but it does, especially if there's no babbling at all. Little to no babbling by 12 months or later is just one of the possible signs of autism in children. Learn more at AutismSpeaks.org. Brought to you by Autism Speaks and the Ad Council. Every minute, news is breaking. Stories are being updated. Lives are being changed. Stay connected and ahead of the curve by taking us wherever you go with our mobile app through TuneIn, iHeart, or Odyssey.com. This is 930 AM, The Answer. Talk about your To Milberger's Gardening, South Texas, on 9:30 a.m. The answer, Milton Glick, along with Dr. Calvin Finch and Dr. Jerry Parsons, 210-308-8867. Remember to head on over there to visit the gang, Kyle, and everybody at Wild Birds Unlimited too. If you're looking for ways to uh, create a successful environment for nature in your yard, they've got seeds and houses and feeders and binoculars. They've got um, the tilly hats and everything to make you comfortable. Probably, just like Millburgers, the best thing they've got is answers to your questions. Uh, they've been through it. They deal with, I mean, they've been doing this for 20 years over there at Hebner and Northwest Military. So they've probably seen just about every question you can have. and uh, Or if not, they've got someone who just came in just before you and asked the same question so they can answer it too or told them what was going on. So uh, head on over there and visit with them. You'll like the guys over there and establish a nice relationship. And we'll talk to Kyle maybe next week and find out what's going on. Uh, but two, uh, two You think they'll like seven, Bill? <laughs> I think they'll like Bill. People like Bill for a number of years. <laughs> was, was that old guy over there for 20 years? He was. He owned the joint. Wow. Yeah. Everybody he, knows he Bill. He must have started that as a child. Yes, he and did. And Kyle still <laughs> lets him come back. Huh? He still does. I think because uh, uh, Bill's good with customers and Bill knows his stuff. So, yeah. He's, okay. I mean, you may know a different Bill. Maybe the Bill you know and deal with is a little different. <laughs> uh, <laughs> not the Bill over there at Wild Birds. 210-479-BIRD. 210-479-BIRD. 
or you can visit them at uh, Hebner and Northwest Military. That's Wild Birds Unlimited. All right, 210-308-8867. Trace is back on the porch with us. What's going on, Trace? Well, I've been doing this a long time, and I got asked a question I didn't have an answer to. Uh-oh. What? First one in years. Who ever heard of that? a thing? What do you feed dragon fruit with? Dragon fruit? Yeah. Uh, fair maidens. <laughs> that was good. <laughs> I would think just regular uh, miracle grow. I, I, I would have thought Osmocote Plus, but uh, I didn't want to lie to the man, so I said I don't know. I sent him up here, and obviously he didn't come. No, he didn't yeah. come. He was scared. Oh. Scared Calvin would abuse him probably. Right. Calvin. Well, Calvin. No. What's <laughs> <laughs> dragon fruit? It's a cactus that puts on this red. When it's ripe fruit, and uh, supposedly tastes pretty good, but I have not had one. It's tropical, isn't it? Uh, well, it's tropical cactus, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Still cactus, though. Yeah. <laughs> hey, you want to answer a question for us? Come, we got another question. Well, maybe. Uh, and if you have the dragon fruit, you can call us with no. an answer, too. <laughs> oh, I was just going to say, do you, are you sure you want to ask, ask him after the yeah, dragon fruit? Yeah, I got faith in him. <laughs> All right. Luke is on the line at 210 308 Eighty-eight sixty-seven two one zero three zero eight eighty-eight sixty-seven. Hi, Luke. Welcome to Milberger's Gardening, South Texas. How are you doing today? I'm doing fine, sir. You want to ask about your sago palm? You're on the air. Yeah, I've got okay. I got a sago palm that suffered through the drought, through the freeze. I trimmed all of the crowns off the top, as, as I y'all was saying, and it came back out. But the ones coming out are all warped and twisted. And now I got fresh, fresh ones coming out all the way around the bottom. And I need to know what's oh, okay. the best thing to handle this. The bottom—they're coming around around the bottom, and none in the dead stuff or dead area. No, the, the right. dead stuff is gone. No, the dead, yeah, they cut it. They came out at at the top, but they're all yeah. twisted and warped. So you know, I'm still like affected by the cold. Down, yeah. So those, those were the ones sitting inside, waiting to come out, and they still were affected by the cold. So it still yeah. has a chance to live, and it still has a chance to die. Um, <laughs> hey, that's hey. deep. There. Fe- feed, it, feed it a palm food, and then if you get another flush of growth out of that sago, then cut off all those ones that you don't like. But don't do it yet. Wait till you get another flush. Okay, and leave the ones coming out around the bottom? Yeah. That, that's individual all, preference. All the that, if the whole thing dies, that's your new sago, so I think I'd leave at least oh. a couple. Okay. Oh, right. yeah. That's that's perfect. Thank you. That's what I need to know. How many you got coming up around the plant? Around the bottom? Probably about yeah. half a dozen. All the way okay. around the bottom. That seems like all of them. <laughs> all of the ones that are coming back from the bottom have multiple deer. So you want to pick the strongest one and separate those. Uh, from, so the others, with a sharp shovel, just cut it, cut it down. As close to the root as you can get, and it may uh, not have any roots on. Well, but Trace, Trace, uh, and he and he were talking about uh, they still have the potential. They've got some from the top coming out. I don't think he said any from yep. the top. No, he did. He, he just did. said it was misformed. Oh, okay. Yeah. That's they're damaged anyway. Yeah. So, but uh, I'm, I'm kind of with uh, Trace on that. I just let. Let them run a little bit and see what they look what they look like. Okay. See, and you then you got you always got the fallback on those uh, yeah. pups around the bottom. They'll keep growing. 
Okay. What did you say? Those oh. pups? Thanks, Luke. What? They're puppies, Cal. Uh. <laughs> Thank you, Luke. If, Cal, if we could see Calvin's look now. Yeah, the, <laughs> I didn't know you could roll your eyes back that far. That's amazing. Um, the, uh, you just seen mine. <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah. I can't see yours anymore now that I'm sitting here. The, um, so we have a, a neighbor, looks like, has planted some, like just one little thing from their sago palm. It's kind of interesting. They've got them all along in a, in a row, which is kind of cool. But I noticed in their yard, and I'm wondering if it's related to the sago palm, when I took the dog out for a walk, it's these round cone-like things. They, I, mean, I can't, can't quite think of what else they look like except maybe a like an amaryllis bulb, except they're, they're dark brown, dark brown to blackish. And I'm wondering if that's part of, like, the sago palm, or does that sound? Are they, like, are the, are the, I can take a is picture. Is the sago they palm look like, they bit, look like a little taller? Is it taller? Is it, is it, or did it freeze back? Um, He's thinking they're the pups. Yeah. I, oh. I specifically said pups. And so they planted the pups? Maybe. But what would the big round things be? Any relationship? Well, the big round, uh, there's a big round thing on the females. And oh. the big round thing eventually grows into seed or hmm. produces seed. Okay. The big round a... thing would look like a brain. Yeah. Yeah, it kind of does. It's not as big. Yeah. It looks... And then the boy would be a completely different. That's a... Uh, yeah. Well, I'll straight send, up. I'll just leave it at that. I'll send you a picture. Yeah, okay. don't, 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 don't encourage people. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> All right. Two, well, what, two. what, uh, how tall is the plant? Uh, that's got it, the big round thing. Though. No, no, no. The big round thing is actually just on the ground. Laying on the ground? Yeah. But near where they planted the other stuff. I'll send you pictures. Maybe it's a mushroom. Okay, I'm sending you pictures. Okay, yeah, we, we could be on this. Yeah, all, all day. We could. What if? Yeah, you'll see. <laughs> the rest it go, of the show. Oh yeah, Milton, that's a blankety blank. <laughs> we need some uh, dragon fruit fertilization things, or did we solve our problem? With uh, well, my guess, but I don't guess with the customers, so I told them I didn't know. Okay, uh, Osmocote Plus would have been my guess. Yeah, I think you're right. All right, two one zero three zero eight eighty eight sixty seven. 210-308-8867 or toll-free. It's 866-308-8867. Those are the numbers to call. Got about a, a minute or so before we have to get caught up with the news. Trace, I got caught up with my sale items. Yeah? Well, I was yesterday. Oh, you went back over the same ones? You didn't just pick up where <laughs> no, you left off? I'm, I'm picking up where I left off. Uh, but And we went over some of the earlier ones. Yeah. But uh, I stopped. Where did I stop yesterday, Milton? I don't know. Milton, you should remember these things. Oh, no, I know you'll you're re- dealing with two old people. Up I here. know you'll remember three old people. <laughs> variegated ginger. Remember? How oh yeah, yeah. I was talking about how I love that variegated ginger. He did. He did say that. Yeah. And uh, have you got a lot of those or some of those? A couple hundred. Oh, okay, that'll work. <laughs> Uh, and it's uh, regularly, uh, in a, it's in a three, number three pot, regularly twenty nine ninety nine, on sale for nineteen eighty eight or two for thirty five dollars. And I, as far as I'm concerned, this is it's a regular, it's a ginger, true ginger, but it's got pretty variegation in the leaves that really show up in the shade. Yes. So and gingers. All right. Ginger's like shade. We got to take a break. 
and that's either fireworks, like the, the, the fireworks the or Al is under attack at the uh, station. <laughs> so we'll find out in a moment. See if we're back after this on 9.30 a.m. The Answer. Millburgers Gardening South Texas is sponsored by Millburgers Landscaping and Nursery on 9.30 a.m. The Answer. We're back with Millburgers Gardening South Texas. Once again, Dr. Jerry Parsons, Dr. Calvin Finch, Milton Glick, and your calls on 9.30 a.m. The Answer. And welcome back to Millburgers Gardening South Texas on Independence Day weekend. By the way, Millburgers is open today, open tomorrow. Those sale items that Jerry is reading off, they are on sale tomorrow, too. Yeah. So uh, They're you going to be go, open to 5, isn't that what it is? Yeah. Saying? So okay. tomorrow it's open as well. So if you have tomorrow off, you may want to come on over to Millburgers and uh, pick up. There's just a few vincas left. Do you see any vincas out there, Jerry? I'm not sure. Well, no. I, I can't I see, see anything but flowers. But, yeah, there's pink and red <laughs> and white. and Yeah. No, there's like one, two, three, four, four tables, four long tables worth, and then this one has some. I'm waiting for stevia, too, and I'm waiting for uh, the, the Laura Bush petunias. Oh, Jerry's rolling his eyes. It's too late <laughs> no, for Don't make that lady call in that loves the... Uh... Yeah, I'm with her. <laughs> I only got only only volunteers I saw this year. I did not get a volunteer on my Laura Bush, uh, but I got one on my one volunteer Vinca, or or it could have been it was it died down to the thing. No, usually it kills it. Oh, the freeze does. Yeah. Okay, so those must have been seeds. Or? They must have been seeds. All right. They come up real good from seed. I didn't know that. That's and it great. may it may not be the same color as you planted. Oh uh, my. Okay. It's uh, it's pinkish. And okay. do you you did you know the Whopper begonias that you got for me? They're going gangbusters. Yeah, this has been a good year. I do. I just they are very happy. I don't understand why the squirrels and raccoons and cats are not ripping them apart like normal. And uh, but they, every one of them looks good. And they're just they're so nice and uniform for that kind of a plant. That's pretty individualistic. Yeah. Yeah, but uh, yeah, if you have not, I I don't know if we've got any left here. But if you, we, we'll watch for them, and and, and you, if you have not tried them, it's it's a good plant to try. It's what is wapo begonia? Yeah, they're amazing, mm-hmm. very uh, attractive, and they've got all the good characteristics of uh, of their smaller cousins, those semperflorin. Uh, begonias too, good good shade tolerance. You probably wouldn't want to put them in the sun now, even though I've got some that are doing pretty well. And uh, you know, you, you, you can plant them in a bed that's got uh, more sun in one part and less sun in another. Especially if you plant early, when you plant them this time of the year, you probably want to get them as much shade as as possible. Yeah. But, but they're 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 amazing. They're uh, very attractive. Yeah, the leaves are as pretty as the. Oh, yeah, they are. <laughs> and they they come in different colored leaves, right? Red and. Uh, yeah, you get green. Almost as many choices as the smaller ones. Yeah. Now I'll have to take you a picture of the Malabar. It's climbing up this metal pole. Yeah. Have you eaten any yet? No, I, I thought you did. You un- untangled it, Milton, and I untangled it. it and I kind of just gently wrapped it around. There the you go. And now work. it's now it's climbing. It's doing great. 
It just needed a little help, like a baby walking and taking his first step. Yeah. So, Laura's <laughs> well, well, afraid. I wish you wouldn't say that because I'm trying to get him to eat some. Uh, oh. Yeah, I need to eat some. Laura's afraid that the uh, in the heat of the summer, the pole is going to get too hot for it, and it's going to. No. Okay. It'll work. Okay. I think I think it st- stays mild, too, in the, in the summer. So go ahead and try it. What summer? Were you talking about yesterday and? The flavor. The flavor. Oh, no, no. I meant that the, the pole would get too hot for it. Yeah. It would be uncomfortable on the pole. Oh, jeez. Plants don't do it's that. It's a metal pole. Oh, okay. <laughs> Just like the heat index. Yeah. Plant don't. They don't know? Plant don't get upset. Okay. Now, what they will get upset about is being a full sun plant. Look at those. Buddleys. Oh, wow. Sneaking full. them in the back way. Full of blooms. I've got good news. Oh, boy. Uh, We've sold down to a very few scented geranium citronellus plants, mosquito plants, because uh, people bought them, you know, Mm -hmm. to plant around and, and repel the mosquitoes. They didn't plant them for the looks. Well, that one ugly plant. It's but, the eye of the But they, they, they repel. They, they, I think that's part the, of the... This is said to repel mosquitoes and other biting things. Well, I think that's one of the reasons why the people accept it. Because they say, well, certainly nobody would plant that for attractiveness. Right. So it must be effective with mosquitoes. Yeah. Those poor well, plants maybe. now just beating up on them. But anyway, and it's recommended by Texas A&M. It sure is. What Spider-Man told me. That's He read the article. I could send you all the article. There you go. So we know the Aggies wouldn't be talking about something that they knew nothing about, right? I wouldn't imagine, but I, I wasn't an Aggie. Y'all were, uh. y'all were closer <laughs> than I was. So. Okay. Okay. 210-308-8867. Okay. Tell us what's going on in your gardening world. <laughs> we talked about the variegated ginger. Mm-hmm. I hear you like that. Oh, yeah. I love that thing. You know who was the first one to put that on the market? I do not. Greg Grant. Really? Yeah. Which, what is it? The variegated what? Ginger. Ginger. Oh. Uh, he had some. Uh, he he was working for uh, Lone Star at that time, and they got some in. I don't know where from. And he, ca- he, he always called me out to explain to him what was ugly and what... What well, was not. Mm. And when I saw that variegated ginger, I about had a fit. Because I'm I'm not a ginger. Greg's a ginger fan, yeah. like Mr. Moore was. I can't imagine you being going nuts <laughs> over that. <laughs> well, the, it's the leaf. You know, uh, of course, there's some gingers that have beautiful fragrance, uh-huh. wonderful fragrance. I kind of think and of it as a bit garish. A bit what? Garish. What does that mean? Um, it's, <laughs> Ugly, uh, right? kind of showy. Yeah, not... it doesn't doesn't fit in and contribute. It uh, just you know, if you want something striking, something that somebody was going to ask about, and, and yeah, and they say, "Why are you growing that?" or "What what what do you accomplish with that?" And then you then you guess you can explain that it's. Uh, 
course, you don't use ginger either. Mm-mm. You, you use it. <laughs> what, were, what would you use it for in a, like a, a layer? In or? the shade. Yeah, a layer or? In the shade, Calvin. As a ground cover? Or well, as a ginger does better in the shade. Yeah. And this thing, a regular ginger, doesn't bloom very much. You know, it would bloom once in the spring or whatever. Uh, and then this thing doesn't have to bloom to be pretty yeah. in the shade. It's certainly distinctive. Yeah, yeah. But anyway, uh, yeah, you know, Mr. Moore at the Botanical Garden developed uh, numerous gingers. He was a big ginger person. And uh, there, he, he grew some big gingers. And I've got his, I've got his picture uh, with his write-up on plantanswers.com standing by a ginger that's uh, twice as tall as he is. Hmm. I had a hell of a time getting him in the picture because he, <laughs> he was a small, a little man. And uh, <laughs> But he and Greg used to love the gingers. I always tried to get him to let me have a ginger that was a dwarf. You know, they would grow in the shade as a shade plant and wouldn't freeze. Maybe freeze back, but wouldn't, wouldn't kill it. And that would stay small. Like you could, you could, you could like use it as a, as a Mexican petunia, a dwarf Mexican petunia. And he, de- he had, he, he developed uh, three or four of those and never would give me any. Why? They wouldn't bloom. Oh. He didn't think they would bloom. I said, I tried to explain to him, Mr. Moy, <laughs> we don't care if they bloom or not. We're using them as a ground cover. One oh, of yeah, it's a ground cover. He never got it. Oh. So they were lost. Whatever. But anyway. How are those Jerusalem artichokes doing? <laughs> They're doing great. Nothing. They? They're blooming. Okay. Beautiful I sunflower bet. blooms in my backyard. I bet. Have you been able to enjoy yours yet? Yeah. No, I've lost track of where they're uh, planted. I don't know. It got very confusing. You, you guys have got to make maps of where you plant all this uh-huh, stuff. Uh-huh, yeah. Uh, or where you put all this stuff. Uh, 210 but, but I do have uh, lots and lots of uh, annual sunflowers out there. Oh, good. I kind of let, let them take more territory than I probably should have <laughs> because they... Uh, they're they take pretty. whatever you allow them and then try yeah. to double it. So, and they're pretty. The bloom blooms are not that big. But you do those from seed. Uh, yeah, but they. The tr- you start yeah. you start out with your seed <laughs> that you can get from the rack here at Millburgers, or you can go. You know, if you got a, a little construction area in your neighborhood, and they they'll come up in the where the soil is torn up, and so you get a few seed heads, and they start and they're. You know, a little four-by-four four area. <laughs> I wonder and, if the birds spread those. Oh, gosh, yeah. Do they? Okay. Yeah. And they, uh, birds love them, of course. Yeah. Because uh, um, we, we feed them sunflower seeds. Yeah. We buy sunflower seeds. The sunflower seeds that the squirrels don't like, or they like the sunflower oh, they seeds? Oh, they like sunflower seeds. What's yeah. the one they sell they don't like? Is it safflower? Or? Uh, yeah. Uh, yeah, that's right. Oh, safflower seeds. Safflower yeah. And, uh. And then, let's see, is that the one that doesn't have the seed coat? That uh-huh. the birds don't, <laughs> the squirrels don't like it, and uh, 
the birds come to it. Yeah, birds like it. And there's not any seed coat on it like it is with oh, the sunflower. Okay. Uh, no, that this this one is uh, sunflower seed's got a a shell. <laughs> All right, 210-308-8867, 210-308-8867. E.T. on the line. E.T., what's going on? How you doing? How you doing? Good. Okay, I got doing a question great. about potatoes. Okay, I got had potatoes growing in uh, probably about a 12-inch pot by 12 inches deep. And I dug them all up last week, and I got maybe a dozen potatoes off of them. And I stuck the plants back in, in back in the pot and covered them back up. Will I? Will they produce any more potatoes? No. No. Uh, if you want to keep, if you want to try potatoes again, uh, wait till August, and well, save the August. ones that are about B size, and that's yeah. the size of a. Yeah. Well, these here the, we know they call tennis ball. These are H-E-B ones, you know, like chopped up and had the little eyes on them and I stuck them in the ground. And, and they did produce about a dozen tomatoes on potatoes. Oh, yeah. If, if you got one that uh, they've already sprouted, uh, now, when <laughs> when did you plant those? In February? Oh, earlier, a couple months back, maybe three or four months okay. back. Okay. So if you're looking for having fall potatoes, uh, you want to have them in the fall. And the neat thing about yeah. fall potatoes, <laughs> if you can grow them, uh, is that usually you can store them in the in the soil. You know, if it, yeah. if it, we don't have it a wet, wet period, oh. wet period. This was a yeah. good year for potatoes. Was it? Yeah, I imagine it was cool and yeah, that was amazing. The yield. Yeah. Did uh, I remember? Yeah, I remember back when I was a kid, and my grandmother used to grow all potatoes about five rows and about 20 foot long, so we're constantly oh. picking up potatoes. So. <laughs> yeah, okay, the, where I she? I appreciate y'all's answer, and uh, thank you very much. Where sure. were you? Where your grandma live? No, we lost ET. Okay. Uh, he Jerry's che- checking because uh, some areas, yeah, in the U.S. you can just well <laughs> even in uh, Texas. Uh, up there in the Lubbock, I mean, uh, yeah, Lubbock and uh, even the Amarillo, yeah, yeah, they get, you can grow lots, and of course Minnesota and mm-hmm. uh, Maine and, and Washington up, and up there in the High Plains is where they grow the potatoes for uh, San Antonio, for South Tech, for all of Texas, mm. and uh, that's about the only place you can grow russets, the one that with uh, that people use for baking. And uh, of course, we grow the reds and the whites. Yeah, I like uh, I like the Pontiac. And yeah, that's an old one and yeah. still a good one. Works well. You now know, it's harder and harder to get good uh, seed potatoes. Oh yeah. Yeah, I remember. You know, you you were kind of get antsy around here about <laughs> potato time. And but anyway, if you want to grow them for the fall, you save the B size, what we call B size, and that's a golf ball size and up. And you put them in a cool, dark place, and uh, you wait till they sprout. If they sprout, they'll sprout. They begin to sprout in uh, in August, and so you plant them, plant them out just like you would regular potatoes. With uh, you plant them with the eyes up or down, Milton? You remember that? Mm-hmm. You have to plant them with the eyes up. Oh, so they can see where they're going. Yeah, exactly. 
Some people put tape over those eyes. Why? So they won't get dirt in their eyes. Oh, that's nice. Yeah. That, but seems, anyway. that seems like a lot of work. I'm not going <laughs> to. Anyway, uh, they'll come up. Now, the problem is <laughs> if we have a. The, the problem is finding uh, the ones that have sprouted. And uh, also, the problem is if it's a hot, it is hot late in the summer, late into August, September, uh, sometimes they don't fare as well. Mm. But if you can, the, uh, the, the area around here used to, uh, Vanderbilt is especially, used to grow a lot of potatoes in the fall. And they would store them in the ground. They wouldn't dig them to February or whatever. The tops were already dead. But they stored them in the ground. As long as it didn't get wet and rain a lot, uh, they could just store them in the ground and harvest them as they needed them. And they sold to H-E-B and all those places like that. So switching gears a little bit, I've got sweet potatoes that are beyond the ice stand. Okay. They've got stuff already growing out like that's two, good. Or, two or three inches. Okay, that's good. So I did one time, with y'all's <laughs> advice, planted one, I think, but I don't remember how to, to do it. How do I cut it? Because I liked it, too. It was another one that was... Real viney and pretty and grew fast. Yeah, the good news is you can't hardly do it wrong. Oh, good. Yes. <laughs> this is my kind of plant. Yeah. But you don't cut it like you do an uh, Irish potato. All right. You take some of those shoots, what we call slips. All right. And uh, Really? You break it off from there? <laughs> yeah. You can, yeah. Yeah, there's no sense After cutting roots. it. You, you, uh, you plant it about... Uh, Three or four inches deep, not deeper. Okay. In sand. In oh, sand. Okay. In a little box of sand. And uh, as those sprouts grow up and out of there, they get uh, they get twice as long as the one you're talking about. They will have rooted in that sand. And so uh, when they when they've rooted or when they've gotten you said yours are three or four inches long? When they've gotten six or eight inches long, tall, you hold hold your hand on where the sweet potato is below the sand, and then you pull pull the top away from it, away from the main root. It's a root. And uh, try to get as many, as many uh, uh, roots as you can that's already rooted on there. And then you just plant it like you would a regular plant with roots on it. Okay. And the good news is, Milton. Yes. This is a Milton plant. Oh, good. You can plant it upside down and it'll still It sounds grow. Like, you know, kind of what Calvin was implying. No. <laughs> was, uh, I think when, when we had the, uh, I think Charles lost a little faith in me when we had the, uh, what was it, the uh, chilled tulips that we used to right, have? Right, yeah, yeah. And we did a little uh, whiskey <laughs> barrel here, and I planted some upside down. Uh, <laughs> well, he shook his head. Sweet potato is uh, matter, huh? is nonpolar. In other words, no. re- regular plants have a polarity about them where you've got to plant them the right way. Upside, don't yeah. plant them upside down. Sweet potato, anyway. Oh, no, 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 Rooted no. or not. 
The one thing is that pe- people just like you, when you start talking about them, uh, people don't believe that you don't need very much of that right. plant. So there's uh, there's always a, a greater portion of the sweet potato that's planted than you need, you need to. <laughs> yeah. So oh, you gotta let it slip. Okay. They're and, awfully pretty. I like them a lot. Yeah. They, I like it. Kind of nice like. Plant. It makes me hungry even thinking about no. it. I, I really I, actually would like a nice baked sweet potato. Yeah. You put you, uh, For your grilled barbecue, if you're not grilling that sweet potato in foil, yeah. woo, that's good. It, like, caramelizes in there. Yeah. Just let it go forever, and you take that out. Oh, man, that's good. Hey, we got to take a quick break and come back in a minute. 210-308-8867. 210-308-8867. More of Milberger's Gardening South Texas coming up on 9.30 a.m. The Answer. Welcome back to Milberger's Gardening South Texas on 9.30 a.m. The answer, 210-308-8867. 210-308-8867. Well, it went from being hot and muggy to now breezy. And cool. And cool. And, it feels well, nice. kind of cool. This is a good day to, to be out there in the yard because oh, yeah. it is comfortable. What should folks do? Do you, Is there anything? Remember, you used to have that list of, well, actually, I'll, I'll ask it this way. It's like y'all tie... Different things like, okay, on Columbus Day, you want to do this. On Memorial Day, you did this. Is there a Valentine's Not a Valentine's. Is there a uh, Independence Day? I think your red, white, and blue is good. Oh, I With mean, Vinca. Okay. No, no, no. I meant like, you know, you want to prune your roses yeah. on. That's Man, I'm, I'm kind of um, waiting as long as I can to. Mow down my uh, <laughs> the last of the wildflowers. Oh, are you? What do you got? Well, I've got the uh, horse herb. The horse herb. I mean, uh, not horse herb. Uh, uh, larkspur. La- a horse mint. Horse mint. Okay. <laughs> what did that go to horse herb? I call it bee balm. I guess. Not yeah. Right. Yeah. yeah. And uh, horse mint, and then the the uh, Indian blanket, mm. and the uh, yeah. Coreopsis is still, mm-hmm. and but you know the 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 bloom is not as attractive as it was. But the minute I start mowing, then I notice all these butterflies in there, and the little butter, you know, <laughs> you know, six or seven different kinds of butterflies in there. I say, well, maybe I'll wait another day. <laughs> or yeah, might as well wait. I could get and pull some weeds in the. Uh yeah, well, always, always. This year, there's a lot of weeds. Yeah, mm-hmm. I got that, that darn uh, pigweed. Oof, the. Oh, that pigweed. <laughs> and have you noticed that the crepe myrtles are blue? Yes, I have. Everywhere, yeah. <laughs> and I, I, got, I wanted to take a picture of y'all for y'all, <laughs> the, the crepe myrtle down the street. That thing is truly, it, it was uh, like, was it last week or? <laughs> I think I missed it. It was one day. That thing had bark just peeling off of it it was exfoliating it was exfoliating all over the place uh but it was pretty yeah they are blooming let's see how are we doing here yeah this uh, one that one's blooming the one oh they trimmed that one uh greg and uh greg would not like the prune job on that oh i uh 
Uh, I've got some that I planted 25, 30 years ago when we really made a big push on Kramer. And I had it in a in a big uh, like whiskey barrel size container, uh, metal, and I had it in the b- ditch behind my house. Well, <laughs> it grew well there, and it it lived. So when I went went to take it out, I'd uh, move it. It had rooted into the ground, and so I just get chopped off the roots that were in the ground and move the container. Uh, and from the roots in the ground... You got another plant. Yeah. And now I've got a plant. These were all new hybrids. Uh, so I don't know which one it was. But that thing is now 20 to 30 feet tall from the roots that it grew in uh-huh. solid stone. What color? It's beautiful pink right now. I mean, it's in the ditch and solid stone, and it's, uh, I see it out my bathroom window. Hmm. <laughs> and uh, it's the prettiest thing I ever saw. I want to go out, I have no idea what it is, but it's one of the new hybrids, and it's full of bloom. I One of those, uh, Milton asked about the, uh, the number of people that we had talked to yesterday, and one of them uh, was describing his dynamite. Oh, oh yeah. I bet that looks great. Yeah. Well, that was what it turned out. He was describing it, and I, and I got the impression he didn't care for it. But then he kept, you know, I'd say, well, you know, there's a lot of new reds now, and they're, they all have this, you know, great characteristic, bright color. He says, my dynamite's that way. And he, no. and I say, I say well, they got a long boom period. And he says, the dynamite. <laughs> so I say, well, well, I thought you didn't like your dynamite. And he says, no, I kind of like it. I like it <laughs> you had to about. talk him into yeah. it. Huh? <laughs> the only th- only problem with dynamite, that was the first red, one of the first red Whitcomb came out with. And uh, it, the, the thing has an unusual characteristic of in the, in the shade or when it's cloudy, that thing will will develop pink blooms. Really, among the in in the amongst the red. Huh. And the first time they had it on show uh, display at the Texas uh, Nurseman Association meeting. Uh, of course, they have had those in big uh, coliseums. They have a big where uh, auditorium. And they brought a, a red blooming one in there, and that thing turned lots of pink blooms on it. Oh wow! Oops. And uh, <laughs> of course, I said, "That's a good thing." I mean, you know, who who would not want a, a beautiful crepe myrtle with red and pink blooms? So I started fooling around with it and taking cuttings of those ones that were pink. And I, I actually rooted some, and uh, they were pink. They oh, stayed pink. Stayed pink. So it's a it's a weird genetic. I I had thought that they one of the complaints about them was that they didn't have a the bloom period was not as long as uh, some of those that we get you know yeah. that we'd gotten used to. He was comparing it to our Natchez, the white. Oh, and, and the muscly. 
Yeah, you know, <laughs> I, I was saying, yeah, I'd, I think the dynamite is kind of a little more finesse than the matches, but uh, it was a, yeah, it was kind of an interesting discussion. He obviously had thought about it a lot, but he had n- not <laughs> interpreted all those wonderful characteristics that. Uh, had. Yeah, when you got a great blooming plant like that, uh, people get tired of it. You know? <laughs> it just puts in bloom. It amazes me because you drive down at least. Uh, kind of still. There are a few that are, are really looking good. But you, a few weeks ago, you drove down our street. Yeah, yeah. It's like, wow. Now, the problem that people are having with them, all crepe myrtles, yeah. is you don't want to plant them around pools, swimming pools. Yeah. Because they drop the bloom yeah. in the pool. I was going to say, this is going to sound weird. <laughs> we don't have a pool. But it, it, uh, the crepe myrtle is, uh, is next to a patio. Yeah. But that's actually, I like that. Yeah. Because you... Turn it pink. Yeah, it turns the whole thing pink. Yeah. It absolutely does. I've got this little pink lake, which I like. I think that's great. Yeah. I I've, can, I've taken pictures of them. Uh, pink on the top in the blue. And, the uh-huh. and then underneath it is pink, too. Yeah. What is the state of the information on about plant answers uh, in terms of the... There's always these new crepe myrtles, and yeah. every once in a while you do a... <laughs> kind of a, a refurbishing and no, uh, I don't. It's been a while. Huh? <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, d- I did pictures when I got mad about the the specialist that we had in Dallas that was supposed to be in charge of crepe myrtle research. That moron went out to take pictures of the different colors of crepe myrtle and used a flash on it. Oh, yeah. And when you use a flash on a a colorful plant like that it washes, wipes them out. Does it wa- yeah, wipes I the bet. color out. So that made me angry. Uh, and so I, I put up the crepe myrtle page, which turned out to be a beautiful page. And uh, I took I took <laughs> I took all the pictures over at Phoenix. Mm-hmm. Uh, they would call me when a different variety was in bloom, and I would go over there, and I had my little studio over there. And so the uh, Dr. Lineberger, who used to be my webmaster over at A&M, they did a beautiful page on that thing. It, it, it separates them by color and by size and uh, did a really beautiful job on that. That's on plantanswers.com. Okay. But I haven't updated that in... 10 years, mm-hmm. and I don't have a lot of the crepe myrtles that have been put on the market since then, and I apologize for that, but it ain't happening. Okay, I'm just, you need to focus all your energy <laughs> on that Paul Cox and he's There you go. There you all right. Go. You're going to bug me about that. I shouldn't I have am. told you You should that. not have told me. I'll have to send you a picture of him. Okay, You'll send me a out. picture. I'll, I'll help you. It's beautiful. Just, how, do, how do I help you? No, uh, stay away from me. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, you suppose we should uh, uh, encourage Michelle to put some pressure on him? No, yeah. No. <laughs> she's, okay. been, she's been very cooperative. In fact, she, she's, yeah, she Paul had about four whites. He yeah. had planted a hedge of Sinisa, and uh, he intermingled the whites among the the colors, the blue uh, the what is it blue, and uh, and Paul always told me since he was bugging me to take do do propagate this, uh, there was one 
that was uh, spectacular, one that blew more than the others did. And so after he passed, uh, Michelle went out there and marked it, marked oh. it when it bloomed. So I've got markings on it. I've got pictures of it. You got 90% of the work is done. I know it. All you got to do is complete the 10%. Yeah, Finish the race, Jerry. And it's Finish marked. Finish the race. Come on, you can do it. I'll help you. Uh, <laughs> yeah. if, I hadn't, if I hadn't hurt my back, back and they tore down the greenhouses, I oh. would probably fit, finish the race. Okay. Well, I can do the I can do the heavy lifting. How much heavy lifting is there before not, I volunteer? Well, not, not much. <laughs> okay, I can do that. The neat thing is they're right, it's right by a blacktop road. So you can oh. drive within four feet of it with a car. Okay. I'll help you. We, you yeah, I appreciate that, Melvin. I don't think you're going to take uh, me Wait for my call. Okay, I'll wait. But you want me to hold my breath? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> okay, we're looking, getting back to the... I, I got to finish this sale. I'm going to practice propagating Sinisa before you call me. And if, okay. I, if I can do it. You're okay. Can I have a hand in this? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> if we hadn't named it the Paul Cox... White Sinisa, we would have named it after you, Milton. That's okay. We'll name it after Paul. <laughs> and they've, they've got Paul's, a, Paul's earned it. They've got a tropical bird of paradise. Mm-hmm. Now, I'm wondering, that's not Pride of Barbados. I think that's the, the uh, yeah, it's Hawaiian. A, it's a big coarse one, yeah. Yeah. It says, as orange and blue flowers on long, stiff stem, blooms throughout the year. Hmm. Good for pots or as a landscape plant. Surely that must sh- not be the tropical. No, yeah, surely they don't mean all year. It's expensive. It's uh, regularly in a five-gallon or five number five pot, regularly thirty-nine ninety-nine. That's right at forty dollars. On sale for twenty-eight eighty-eight, and two for fifty dollars. A two for fifty dollars is a good deal, uh, but the ones, if it's, if it's the one I'm thinking about, the one they use in floral arrangement from Hawaii, <laughs> uh, that sucker will freeze at the uh, lightest freeze. But anyway, you see, you need you to come and look like it. Well, and we can uh, we can uh, talk to us, <laughs> uh, trace about it too. Yeah. Get more information. And they've got watering cans. Look at all those. Look at all those milkweeds. Yeah. Oh, hey. Um, let's take a break. And when we come back, I want you to address what that woman asked you about, because that's important. When you come to Millburgers, the name of the plant. Oh because, yeah. Uh, because it was it was it was only funny because of how she where she was standing. We'll tell you more in a moment. 210-308-8867. 210-308-8867. More of Millburgers Gardening South Texas coming up on 9:30 a.m. The answer. Fourth of July music. Al Backstation uh, says it is. Yeah, that's what he said. 210-308-8867. So I'm going to ask you in a minute. We're going to talk about this first, but I'm going to ask you in a minute where I can find information on propagating Sinisa. I'm not letting you this do go. it like a rose. Uh, you say you do everything like a rose. <laughs> well, that's 
So I'll, t- I'll tell you what I, I, I found earlier in the day, and you can tell me whether this is right. So, okay. So, Calvin, do you want to talk about the uh, what uh, on the tropical, on the milkweed or the butterfly weed? Oh, well, yeah. What we were talking about was that we got to, you know, we, we try to every day identify what uh, the classic uh, butterfly plants that we have here at Millburgers. We've got the certified butterfly garden, and so we try to have everything that's in there. And uh, it was brought to our attention by a customer that that we call the tropical milkweed, uh, curvasica, yeah. we call that, uh, uh, what do we call the butterfly weed, the tropical butterfly weed. But we also call the, the normally the one we call butterfly weed is a native plant, and that that that's tuberosa. So well, she got a little she got a little she was comfortable with the tuberosa, which most most gardeners in our area that's what they're comfortable with. So she wondered why she didn't she questioned whether this was actually butterfly weed. Yeah, she um she comes up to Calvin. Now you can't see this because you're. You're look, just look at your radio and see if you can see it. The uh, she in front of Calvin. There's the porch. There's a little bit of space, and there is 15 feet by three feet of milkweed. Yeah, yeah 130. So come, yeah, so she has to stand in front of the milkweed to ask Calvin, <laughs> "Do y'all have milkweed?" And Calvin gets a big grin on his face and says, well, yeah. Just, there's about, if you fall backwards, you'll be in the Yeah, you'll, you'll fall into it. And that's when she said, and this was interesting, she said, well, no, the, the label says butterfly weed. And Calvin had to explain that that was, a, yeah, that was milkweed. And, well, yeah. they're, they're putting butterfly and hummingbird on everything. Except, they, for, except for my plant I mentioned a while ago. Okay, so that, that that's the issue with common names. Yeah, because you can go from city to city or neighborhood to neighborhood, and they call the same plant a different uh, a different name. So that yeah, that's why uh, it is. If if you are, have the ambition, it the <laughs> it's uh, better to know some of the Latin yeah names. Yeah. But that's a, that, and the, that's a lot the, of work. The interesting thing is they have different names in Mexico. As you go further south, the same plants we have here. They have different common names different, or different Latin names? Uh, but common names. Okay. The Latin names always stay the same. Okay. See, that's good to know. Yeah. Okay. So here's what I read earlier today. Okay. It said to get... Cuttings of so- for propagating sinisa, cuttings of soft wood. There you go. It said to probably wait until the fall or winter when the plant was dormant. Dormant. Okay. Maybe this I was I like the- greenwood cuttings. Okay. What, what is the difference between greenwood and softwood? What is green? What, just tell me what greenwood is. It's uh Is it the fresh wood, stuff? Wood is just sprouted or just initiated on the plant. And uh, you know when you when you have a sprout on the on the stem, when they first come out, they're very soft and uh, okay. pliable. And then as they mature, they get firm. Okay. So if you take the cuttings when they're soft, they'll droop, they'll fall over. 
Oh, okay. The droop. But that's what I want, right? No. Oh. Oops. You want the ones that are hardened enough that they won't droop. But not not uh, real old wood. Uh, no, no, no. You don't do real old wood. And so, that, you, cut, you put them in that uh, rooting hormone immediately after they cutting. Okay. And if I was doing Sinisa, I would use perlite, straight perlite. Oh, okay. I can get some perlite. Because uh, that drains well. Now, I was going to try to do like a little terrarium method. Yeah, that works. And I found out that this is just my theory. This, if, if it works, we'll go with it. That like cups from Starbucks that are clear and have the lid on top might oh. work as a terrarium. That's what I'm doing my purslane in. But uh, according to Calvin, I think that. Milton, you could have done purslane in anything. You could have just <laughs> thrown it in the bathtub. And You're it, right. It yeah, you should have taken a picture of you flipping it back. Uh, yeah, just, <laughs> yeah, just okay. wherever it lands. Well, yeah. on the Sinisa, you have to be careful not to keep it too wet. Oh, okay. For sure. Now, if you put them in your, what do you say, Starbucks cup? Some A clear cup. Okay. A clear cup that has clear a lid. Clear cups with a lid on it. You don't want... If it makes condensation on the inside of the pot. Yeah, is that too much? That's too much. Uh, you want to open the lid till the condensation goes away, maybe a day or two, and then put the lid back on. Okay. So and don't water it a lot. Where do I find this uh, meat, this, the preferable... Perlite? No, no, the perlite I can find here. Okay. But where do I find the preferable cutting? Is it the top? It's at the middle? It's the bottom? It's all around. All around? Uh, it'll be on new growth. And what time of year? Any time of year? I think now would be a good Ooh, time. okay. Now I just have to find a Sinisa to go. Uh, there you go. Go uh, borrow <laughs> some from. Well, 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 I hope we don't have to. Yeah, I know. We'll get a call from Trace. <laughs> yeah. Say, I don't know why Milton was doing this. But somebody <laughs> reported he was. Yeah, so he was at their in front of their yard. He's not as swift as Greg Grant, apparently. <laughs> You know, the, the, we had a, a caller or a listener called in and had, a, had one out, out toward uh, Floresville, I think. Yeah. And by, by a child care center. Uh-huh. He, t- he sent us several pictures of it, and it was white. Oh. It was pretty white. Okay. But uh, this one, it was small. It was a small plant. And... Uh, but uh, this one that Paul has, I guess, has been in the ground for a while. It's a big plan. All right, I'm going to try to, I'm going to try to earn your trust in being your. Uh, oh, your you your, can your, practice on any Sinisa. Your, your press. Well, I don't know practice on Paul's, although <laughs> I can't imagine. It's I got, you actually it's got could. Of cuttings. Okay, what's that? You actually could because you're, you know, you're not going to deplete the. Yeah. It is a big, it's big plan. No, oh, yeah. When you take the cuttings. Yeah. It'll cause the plant to uh, branch, oh, okay. and it'll actually bloom better. Okay, that's what uh, oh, that's, that's what you said about my uh, my purslane. Oh that, yeah, that I was actually helping the people. That, uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, if you'd run over with a lawnmower, that would have been even better. <laughs> All right. <laughs> okay, I'm gonna get we'll back to my sale. Get item. back to your sale items. We got about seven minutes. Water cans. Yeah. Watering cans. And. Uh, they knocked $2 off of those. And they, they still got their premium lawn and garden fertilizer. Now, the key to the, the 1959 slow-release fertilizer 
the key to that is I don't know if you want to put it on your lawn now. Uh, however, my lawn <laughs> is uh, coming up uh, fairly light green. So, uh, well, it certainly it won't hurt. Doesn't hurt. Yeah, but yeah, I'm, I'm kind of with you. I would just uh, it's not not the usual time we do it. It's probably not the most efficient. Yeah. Time. I I think maybe at this time of the year you could use if your lawn light green, you could use some of our Iron Plus. That that's a granular fertilizer, a problem. That's got a little bit of nitrogen and a lot of iron. That should green that thing up in a week or ten days. Your lawn. And, the, uh, anyway, the, and of course the nineteen five nine uh, is pretty useful for yeah vegetables yeah and, that's what i was getting ready to say and Good. uh flowers and uh, everything in your garden uh, kevin and i just share the same mind <laughs> two times zero did you, uh, is, uh, did you know that you share the same mind uh, uh, are you aware i'll have happening? to think about that but when we split the mind we've only got half left for each one. Oh dear uh, but anyway uh they have got a forty-pound bag regularly, thirty-four ninety-nine. That's almost uh, thirty-five dollars, but not quite. And a sale is two for sixty dollars. So if you consider they were thirty-five dollars a piece, if you got two at thirty-five dollars, you do what seventy dollars? Seventy dollars for if they were if they, they were. Get, Ten dollars off. Two. If you get two, you get sixty dollars. Two for sixty. Yeah, that's a good deal. I bet Trace loves my math on this. And math makes for great radio. <laughs> uh, whiskey barrels, half whiskey barrels, uh, regularly fifty nine ninety nine on sale for a one hundred dollars. Two for one hundred dollars. Oh, so you save approximately so, another ten. So they're fifty dollars a piece, basically. Yeah. Where they would be regularly sixty dollars a piece. Uh, it, see how I do that? Now? It's amazing. It's amazing. People are stunned. Uh, they're listening <laughs> right now. I imagine they are. <laughs> My math teacher <laughs> would be <laughs> stunned. Yeah, she was the one that said uh, to be forewarned is yeah, uh, right. a little bit of what is it? <laughs> Uh, a word to the wise, word to the wise is, sufficient. is sufficient. Yes, your sufficiency uh, is sufficient. Every time she said that, I want to slap her. <laughs> but I don't think in high school, back no. when I was going, you weren't doing that kind of no, thing. No, you were not. Or they'd beat you to death. Uh, a gardener's magic soil, mm-hmm. landscaper's pride, and a, a 1.5 cubic foot bag, regularly six six ninety nine. On sale three for eighteen dollars. And which one was this? Uh, Gardener's Magic Soil. Okay. Landscaper's Pride, and it's blended for container fruit, flower, and vegetable garden. Only takes three bags to fill up one half whiskey barrel. So uh, after you drill your holes in the whiskey barrel that you buy, mm-hmm. uh, two for a hundred dollars. Uh, you can fi- it says only takes three bags to fill up a one half whiskey barrel, and that's what's on sale 
three bags for eighteen dollars. So all you have to do is get you some Osmocote Plus. That's not on sale. Okay. Uh, Osmocote Plus. Dump your three bags in there. Mix in a copious amount of Osmocote Plus, and plant whatever you want to. Well, we, we is uh, Trace. I can't see him anywhere, so I'm going to mention the. Uh, the plastic half whiskey barrels. Yeah, well, that's that are here. Cheaper. Yeah. They're you amazing. Can, you can stop <laughs> telling everybody. People are gonna. We're not gonna run out of them. Yeah, <laughs> I raised the tomatoes and peppers. Oh and yeah. This yeah. year, it's it a was, great deal. It's a great place to grow. Ten bucks. Ten bucks and and the same size. Don't as tell half anybody. Whiskey that's cheaper. <laughs> than our heavy whiskey barrel. But the whiskey barrel. Two has. for hundred. Doesn't quite have the same character as the plastic. Oh no, they're not as attractive. But yeah, but the, they, the plastic they work. Last they work very well, and that's a that's oh, ideal yeah. for your. I don't think it took me three, close to three bags. Yeah, the uh, and that out those freight models that I was talking about a while ago were in those big plastic but, barrels. Yeah. And they've got hanging baskets, mm-hmm. if you like those kind of containers. Yeah. Different si- sizes, different, different calls. And, and I, I've seen a lot of interior plants. Yeah. they got a huge selection. Trace is real proud of the job. Monstrous. <laughs> Monstrous. Monstrous. Bromeliads, ferns, and much more. Starting at three ninety nine. dollars Yeah. So, they've got a great variety oh, of them. Oh, yeah. Yeah. All right. Behind us, there on the table behind us, they had some samples, I guess, up here. Yeah. But uh, I, think, I think that's one of the employees. And the, oh, and the crepe myrtles we're talking about, starting at twenty four ninety nine. And right. sago palm. Yeah. Decorative concrete fountains, shade trees, pots and pots and more pots, water hoses, metal art. And mosquito repellent yard sticks. We're going to say goodbye for today. Happy Independence <laughs> I Day. I made it.